Welcome, 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 welcome back to Locked On 76ers. I'm your host, Keith Pompey. Happy Saturday to you. It's Saturday, May the 8th. Man, here to dissect another Sixers victory. You know, on the positive side, let's look at it this way. The Sixers beat the New Orleans Pelicans 109-107, right? It was their seventh consecutive victory. The longest winning streak of the season. It was a hard-fought win where they came back and they showed some grit at the end, right? But things shouldn't have ever been this interesting. I mean, the Pelicans were without three starters, five of their top seven players. The Sixers had a 17-point lead in the second quarter. And for the third game in four nights, or third game in four games, the 76ers, the bench, blew a lead. This one was gradual, but a lead was blown nonetheless. And then the starters had to come back. And kind of like the Spurs game, the Sixers escaped because they were just starters just too much but too good. The other team was making miscues. This game came down to the final seconds. Eric Bledsoe drives the lane, kicks the ball to a teammate. The ball goes between the guy's legs. Joel Embiid gets the ball. Game over. That's how the Sixers win. So when you look at this, you say to yourself, like, hmm, can I really say that this was a, a great win? I mean, it did what the Sixers had to do. And what I mean by that is it enabled the Sixers to basically, you know, go up three games over the Brooklyn Nets, right? Now the Sixers will have to win three more games, assuming provided that the Nets and the Bucks continue to win. If they win out, the Sixers need to win three more to clinch, right? They need to win three more to clinch. But this isn't a good. This isn't good right now. I mean, you look at how the Sixers are playing. And, you know, my colleague, Mark Narducci, um, for the Philadelphia Inquirer, you know, we he talked about maybe they're bored. Nah. When you're an elite team, you're the best team in the league, and you play seven consecutive games against teams who are undermanned. And we're not just talking about Okay, they got a role player missing. No, we're talking about the stars. Like DeMar DeRozan, the best player on the Spurs, didn't play. Zion Williamson, the best player on New Orleans, didn't play. Trey Young, the best player on Atlanta, didn't play. Zach Levine, the best player for the Chicago Bulls, didn't play. I mean, I could go on and on, right? I mean, this is what we're seeing. And you and these are close games. Now, maybe they took them lightly, maybe this and that. But I just think the bench isn't that good right now. And I think that what the Sixers are doing is they're platooning guys, and the bench just isn't that good. And that's why they're struggling, right? And, and last night was no different. I mean, in addition to Zion not playing, right, um, Stephen Adams, 
Hell the pit. I got to say that. Hell the pit. Hell the pit. <laughs> yeah, the reason I'm saying that is because I, I went to the University of Pittsburgh and Stephen Adams played there. He had a, um, a MTP sprain, so he was out. Former Villanova standout Josh Hart is out after having right thumb surgery. Nicole Anderson and Alexander Walker, high left ankle sprain. And Brandon Ingram, a left ankle sprain, were also sidelined. Now, Brandon Ingram, was he wasn't an all-star this year, but the year before that, he was an all-star. So, you feel me? So, the only two guys they had was Lonzo Ball and, and, uh, and Eric Bledsoe, the only two starters. And you think, on paper, you say to yourself, like, this is going to be easy peasy. I mean, you. the question was, is Joel Embiid going to play? You know, we all know that Joel, you know, he, he, he needs to, I think he could only miss, what do you got, like five games left. He could play in three games for his points to st- uh, count, right? All that stuff, the stuff that he's doing. But, you know, you look at him like, well, hey, this could be a pretty good breather for him, right? This could be a pretty good breather. Can you imagine if Joel Embiid didn't play? I mean, think about it. Can you imagine? I mean, I mean, Joel had to score 37 for the Sixers to win this game. And we're talking about this could be a good game for Joel to rest because there's no Zion. Come on, man. Come on. That would have been crazy. I mean, they would have had some problems. I mean, when you look at the Sixers starters, right? You know, this game, Danny Green plus 18. Joel Embiid plus 14. Ben Simmons plus 13. Seth Curry plus 12. Tobias Harris plus 12. Now let's go down to the bench. Shake Milton minus 15. Um, Dwight Howard minus, 11, minus 12. Um, George Hill, minus 11. Matisse Thibel, minus 11. Mike Scott, minus 10. I mean, that's where the game was. The bench. The bench. The bench killed the Sixers this game. And they were extremely fortunate to win this game. Seriously. They were fortunate to come out of here with a win. And unfortunately, this is a sign that we're seeing too much. Now, Doc Rivers was asked, is he concerned? Of course, he said no, but there has to be some level of concern. I mean, let's be honest. Are, are you going to say, oh, I'm concerned? No, nah, you're not going to say that, but there has to be some level. Hey, I just want to say to y'all, you can listen to this podcast wherever you um, listen to podcasts at. You can subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts at. As I talked about before, I'm said my colleague, Mark Narducci, in addition to being this host, the host of this podcast, I am the 76ers beat writer for the Philadelphia Inquirer. Also, this podcast is the only podcast that comes to you at least five days a week, right? That covers the Sixers. Now, you can follow me on Twitter at Pompeii on Sixers. You can follow me on Instagram at Pompeii on Sixers, right? So do it today. So, you know, we talk about Doc and Doc saying he's not concerned. Um, He said that, you know, 
like I asked them, I said, you know, since three of the last four games, you know, that they blew leads. Are you concerned? He said, no, I'm not concerned. He said, I go all 66 games. He says, they've been pretty good overall. We went stretches, through stretches this year. If you remember, the starters weren't playing well. It's just ebbs and flow of a long season. We learned a long time ago, if you overreact, you get yourself in trouble. I'm not that concerned at all. Well, I think he has to be a little bit concerned, at least a little bit. like Because, well, no, here, here's the thing. Let me take this back. Some of these guys on this bench are playing themselves out of rotation. You know, Doc said that, oh, yeah, we may have some 12 guys that we can look at, you know, 12 guys we can use and all this in certain situations. He's not, not saying all 12 of them are going to play in a playoff game. But to me, what these guys are doing is the thing that's not being said is that when they're going back and they're evaluating this film, they're evaluating this tape, and they're seeing how guys are playing, they're basically looking at it like, uh, I think my man right here is playing himself out of the rotation, right? Or he's playing himself in. And from what it is, it's because you can't have all these guys in here blowing leads. First of all, we know that they're not going to be able to platoon like they are now. Like you can't go, okay, well, we're going to open the fourth quarter with five bench dudes. Nah, it's not happening. You know, it's not. You know, the guy that I'm looking to step up, and it's going to take him a while, a little bit, is George Hill. You know, some people may say, hey, you know, what's up with George? You know, George, you know, some games he's been a little, you know, hot and cold. Well, he's still learning the system. I mean, George Hill had 11 points yesterday. He was 4 for 7 shooting, right? He had two rebounds. He had, and he did have a turnover, but you know, he, he didn't have an assist. I think he's still adjusting. Now the guy who last night, who really struggled was Shake Milton. Shake Milton, like I said, he has he was a minus fifteen, a game, a team worst minus fifteen, right? He had five points, one for five shooting, one for four three, threes. You know, there was a point where he drove the lane and Mike Scott was wide open. And he looked Mike Scott off at the three and drove the lane and missed the shot. It was a bit like an off-balance shot that he took. And, you know, when you look at that, it's like, wow. Now, the thing is, when you do things, when Shake does that and he makes it, we're all like, whoa, good, good play, Shake. But when you miss it, especially in a close game or something like that, then it gets magnified. So he just, you know, he got to pick his spots a little bit. Now, you know, Mike didn't really shoot that ball that much better. I mean, Mike was one for four. He had three points. That's his only basket, that three-pointer he hit. You know, Dwight Howard, he had four points. He had nine rebounds. He only had three shot attempts. You know, Dwight gets most of the stuff. They don't run plays for him. So he gets a lot of... Uh, dunks and, and lobs and stuff like that. But Danny Green didn't play well. He shot three for ten, two for eight overall. You know, so you know the Sixers just they gotta they gotta get out of this funk. And again, I, I get it. You know, you're not playing top notch teams. But I'm gonna go back and I like what I told Mark Narducci. 
1983 76ers that won the last team that won a championship, when they played teams that didn't have big guys, they put them away. They stepped on their neck, and they kept going at it. And then the team, they just took their will away from them. You know, right now, what's going on is the Sixers starters are playing against backups. And then these backups are playing against the Sixers backups. And what they're doing is they're, they're, the Sixers backups are losing leads to these guys. And that says to me that, like, maybe the Sixers bench isn't as strong as everybody thinks it is. Because it's one of those things where, okay, so now this is like backup on backup, <laughs> backup squads. And the other ba- and and they're like coming they're coming back and like you know making this a game and then you got to bring the starters in. I mean it's happened three times. And the thing is the Sixers play Detroit tonight. Now you look at Detroit and you say oh they should beat Detroit they should beat Detroit beat Detroit. Remember y'all, Detroit beat them without Embiid earlier in the season. And then also the Sixers are coming off of a back to back. So who knows who's going to play if, if they may opt to rest and be. Me personally, I would play and be tonight. Unless, you know, his knees. Because I would probably, oh, nah, nah. See, the first thing I was going to say is I would play him tonight. And then I would rest him those last two games against Orlando, right? But, but, because he has to play in, at least three of the final five. You can only miss two. But the thing is, if you rest them both of those Orlando games, then um, it will be like over a week before he plays in the playoffs. And you don't, I don't know if they want to do that. So we'll see. We'll see. So, no, am I saying am I I'm not really saying that the Sixers can't do do well in the playoffs or, or go deep. I'm just saying they gotta play better, y'all. Cause there's a problem right now. They're just not playing well. I don't they they just gotta get it together. I mean, because, you know, as much as people wanna hype them up and say, Hey, they won seven games in a row. Look at them, they're rolling. But not only are they playing teams with losing records for the most part, they're playing teams without their best players. And then you look at it like how when they played the four games prior to that where they played quality teams and they lost all four. So, yes, there is ebb and flows. But at the same time, like, who are they? Are they the team that lost to those four games, the quality teams? Without Ben Simmons, okay, you can say he didn't play. Or are they just, or like, what's it? Like, now they got Ben Simmons back and they win a single game, seven games, but they're playing against squads that's not that good without their key player. So I don't know. But I tell you what, the way they are playing right now, the way they played yesterday, the way they played during this streak, they will not go far in the playoffs. So either a light has to switch, or either they got to get a little bit more motivated, or what have you. Or maybe they just got to drastically reduce this rotation. But you can't win like this. You won't win like this. The Sixers have a problem, and they need to hurry up and fix it. 
I want to thank you all for listening. Have a blessed, blessed day.